Today's episode, we're going to be talking about networking and why your tax refund might not be as big as it was last year. Enjoy. Welcome to the Age of Jeremy. My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. I'm the founder and CEO of Q Consolidated. We focus on investing and creating businesses in media and entertainment, finance, investing, and insurance, education and e-learning, art, music, and the humanities, earth and human sustainability and advancement, and earth and space exploration and transportation. Our current businesses include 3T Warrior Academy, Q Financial, Age of Radio, and Merlin, to name a few. You can find me on all socials at Age of Jeremy, except on X, it is at Age of Jeremy Q. And on Facebook, it is Cesar Jeremy Quintanilla. There are links in the episode description. If you're new to this podcast, and this is all of the trials, uh, if you're new to this podcast, excuse me, these are all of the trials and tribulations I go through to build my business empire and legacy, and I hope you pick up some wisdom along the way. I also have guests that share their trials and tribulations of becoming content creators or entrepreneurs and the adventures they have gone through. As well, if you want to see Coach JV's financial blueprint, there is a link to in my link tree in the episode description. It is a warrior's guide to financial freedom, and it is absolutely free. Please join me also on my Q Consolidated channel and my Age of Jeremy Instagram account. I provide extra insight on all things that I have going on in business and in my life. Hopefully, you will find some wisdom in there as well. It's absolutely free to join. And last but not least, make sure to check out ageofradio.com to see all of our amazing podcasts. We will be adding more soon. You can also join our amazing community of content consumers and content creators at our Addicted to Podcasting Facebook group. Everybody is welcome. So as you know, my Q Financial business, we help people with their taxes and we do bookkeeping and we're going to be really focusing on growing that portion of our, um, I guess, family empire or business empire um, uh, this year um, with all the the cool things that we have in place and in plan for that um, from this year into next year. Uh, and so I thought that it would be a good idea to kind of talk more about taxes on this. It's something that people don't understand. There's a lot of social media people on um, social media um, that say all kinds of crazy things that are kind of true, but they're surrounded by exaggerations. Uh, and so it's very difficult for people to get good grasp of what they should be doing. Because a lot of people think that if they have a business that they don't pay taxes. And to be honest, lots of business owners pay a lot of taxes. I pay a lot of taxes. CJV pays a lot of taxes. Taxes, in my opinion, help the community grow and be better. It's just our responsibility to make sure that the people that have that money are doing what they say that they're going to be doing with it. Um, And to do that, we need to be more involved with our communities and more involved with what's going on in our cities uh, and our states and our counties and our country. Uh, So that means that you have to put in, you will only get out of this life what you put into it, and you will only get out of your communities what you decide to put into it. So make sure that you're putting it in. Uh, And so I I pulled this thing from Bloomberg's. I love Bloomberg, Um, uh, not Michael Bloomberg himself, but I love the Bloomberg company. Um, I don't have anything against uh, Michael Bloomberg, uh, but uh, but I'm talking about Bloomberg, the business, not how people will think that he's an elitist and all of that jazz. But uh, why your tax refund might be smaller this year, the average refund from the Internal Revenue Service is down more than 11% from 2022's 
payouts. Uh, tax refunds are likely to be disappointing this year. This is from Claire Ballantine from Bluebird reporting. According to the Internal Revenue Service, the average refund check so far is down 11% from last year, dealing a blow to consumers already hit hard by inflation. About 72 million Americans have filed their 2022 tax returns by the week ended March 17th. According to the IRS, the average refund payment was $2,933, down from $3,305 at the same time last year. In total, the IRS has paid out $158 billion, compared with more than $170 billion a year ago. At a time when the average person is struggling with high prices for everyday items like food and gas, along with expensive housing costs, that is likely to cause further pain for those counting on a big tax refund to help make ends meet. And I'm going to comment on that piece in one moment. Um, Many American households use their refund payments to pay down debt or help with monthly expenses, so smaller refund checks are likely to curtail their spending in March and April, said Nicholas Kalas, co-founder of Datatrek Research. Eric Bronenkant, head of tax at RoboAdvisor Betterment, attributes the lower tax refunds to the rollback of some pandemic-era tax credits. For instance, the child tax credit has reverted to $2,000 per child, compared with up to $3,600 in 2021, the child independent care credit, designed to help workers offset the cost of care for a child or dependent with disabilities also decreased. On top of the expired pandemic era tax credits, some people may end up with a smaller refund because they received severance pay or unemployment income or tapped into their retirement accounts to help make ends meet, said Andy Phillip, director of the Tax Institute at H&R Block. With Lex extra cash coming in from tax refunds, Americans could cut back on discretionary purchases, leading to lower retail sales, according to Colas. In February, overall retail purchases dropped 0.4% following a 3.2% increase in January. This could add to fears that a U.S. economy is headed for a recession. Again, that's something that I have talked about greatly, that we are going to be heading into a recession here in the next year or two. In February, overall retail purchases dropped 0.4% following a 3.2% increase in January. And so this is specifically where we are right now in the world. Um, so you might just be up for a smaller tax refund this year. And so which brings me to the point is that a good advisor, a good tax accountant, whether it's for business or personal or an advisor, the goal is to make sure that you don't have any, the, the main goal that you should have is to not get anything back and to not pay and have to pay anything extra in. It should balance out at zero. And the problem is, is twofold. One, the first problem is people look at that as a way of saving. Um, and that's, that's okay, I suppose, if you don't have the restraint to save and to not spend it, that could work. But the problem is you're, bar you're loaning money to the government to utilize throughout the year that I, I'm not 100% sure if they like earmark that and set it aside or whatever, but let's just assume they're using it, that they use it throughout the year and then they don't pay it back to you with any interest on top of it. And that is the most ridiculous thing ever because you would never, you should never be loaning money over a period of time where you don't get any interest back on it, depending on how long they have it. Now, if you're loaning to a friend, you're going to be like a little bit better, you know, and say, hey, you know, can you get this back to me in like three months? If you don't, then I'm going to start putting, you know, interest on it. That's what you should do to force them to pay you back um, when you're helping them out. And whether or not you think that that's the most altruistic thing to do, I think that that's the best thing to do when you're lending money to people so people don't take advantage of you. And so that being said, I don't think that um, you should use it as a savings mechanism. You should be putting that money aside, investing that into a business. If you listen to me in any way whatsoever, I'm not trying to teach you tricks or anything exciting. Businesses is hard work. 
You have to put in the time, you have to put in the energy, you have to put in the effort. And the only way to do that is to start a business, start working in your business, start making money in your business, and you will either get more money in, you'll start expensing stuff more. You For the first couple of years, you'll probably have some really good tax um, deductions and you might take from your other income taxes that you owed because like the first couple of years we were 3T Fitness, like the first year we were like negative $30,000. That came off of our taxes and we got to pay less taxes because our at the time was a, a LLC tax as a partnership. Um, and it, whether it's tax as a partnership or an S corp, the traditional tax portion of it will bleed through to the owners. And so when it's negative, it takes it off of what your taxable income is or your gross income is to get to your taxable income. And so there are all kinds of things that you can do with business, but I'm telling you, if your tax account, if your, your tax person should help you be learning how to not pay your taxes throughout the year and not have to owe anything and not get anything back. That is the most beneficial thing, in my opinion, when it comes to taxes. We'll be right back. So I heard in a recent poll that LinkedIn was going to be laying people off, not in a poll, in a news article. Uh, I heard that LinkedIn was going to be laying people off. And it made me think about like the importance of LinkedIn, what it's being utilized as and what it's being utilized for. And I think one of the biggest problems with social media is that all social medias now are trying to do the exact same thing. Like almost all of them have a thing, a same thing as stories. Almost all of them have the same type of system as, um, uh, as reels. All of them have, you know, most of them are getting to where there's audio rooms that you can do. Um, you know, like there's, there's LinkedIn audio room, there's Twitter spaces, there's clubhouse, there is Facebook, uh, rooms that can just be audio and so they're all just trying to copy each other. And I think that the one of the things that I really enjoyed about LinkedIn is that it's focused more on building business connections and building business networks. But then when we have this really big rise of social media, where social media is just getting copied from what platform and going to another platform, a lot of the same content that was starting to go on LinkedIn was just regular content and it wasn't business related focused. And so I think that you should have some type of LinkedIn strategy. You can listen to some of my previous podcasts. I don't know exactly which ones they were, but I've talked about how to utilize LinkedIn, make sure that you're using Sales Navigator or not Sales Navigator on um, LinkedIn premium so that you can get in-mail credits so you can build those relationships, chat to people on there, um, uh, build uh, networking on there, go and meet those people, have lunch with those people. There is a book that I had to read in college for business. Um, essentially, it, we had a um, option to do um, to do two books. I think one was Never Eat Alone. And if you had read it, you could read a different book if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, I had read it. It's a great book, Never Eat Alone. It's a little outdated now, but it's talking about the importance of, of networking and building relationships. And that should be like the number one thing that you're doing inside of your business. And then there's me, you know, if you follow us on in 3T Warrior Academy, I'm a, what's called a generator. But with my human design um generator or my human design chart. It's more that most of my wealth is going to be through the relationships that I build. But when I think about that, that's really for everybody. So the more that you can put yourself out there building relationships, the better it can be. And one of the best places to start is LinkedIn. I'm not sponsored by LinkedIn. I am just a big fan of Microsoft and Microsoft owns LinkedIn. And I think that you should be posting on there. You should be building your authority on there. You should be doing all kinds of things on there because it can be very, very beneficial for where you're going to be moving in life. And there's that old saying that it's not what you know, it's who you know. Now, I don't fully 100% agree with that, but there are cases where who you know will get you further along in life than what you know. In the case of, I will say, um, uh, George 
W. Bush. And so who the real only reason why he was on my name is he's not my favorite president for the things that he did. He's my favorite president because he's comical and he threw out the pitch at the World Series game too, I think it was. But networking is super important. It's an essential part of career development and it can help you achieve your goals. According to uh, Indeed, networking is about building long-term business relationships that are beneficial to both parties. It creates the right connections with the right people and fosters those relationships regularly. And so here's some of the benefits that I found from networking. So I'm going to go through this article. The article will be posted in the podcast um, description, and then I'll tell you my thoughts a little bit as we go through them. So the first one is that you want to increase your business connections. So meeting like-minded people in the same or similar industries introduces you to others with similar goals. And so a lot of the time when we're talking about who we should be hanging around. We should be hanging around people that have the similar goals or the similar things that you're trying to strive for. And the reason why that's important is because sharing ideas and solutions with others can help you achieve your career goals or your business goals and provide evidence of your expertise. And that's why one of the reasons why I'm doing it is to really build my authority in what I'm trying to accomplish so that I can get looked at by larger companies and be like, hey, I want him to be on our board of directors. And, and, and governance is one of my favorite things that we can we can do in business. And um, that's kind of where I'm ready to go to that next level with that. Um, and so increasing your business correction connections is super important. It, 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 a network, right, as you build those connections, becomes a pool of resources that you can turn to to solve problems or exchange ideas again. Okay, so find inspiration. So sharing challenges, experience, or goals with others allows for an exchange of ideas or insight. So a lot of the times when I am meeting new people, they'll tell me something and it will inspire me of like, oh, I should probably go and do that. I should go and do this. One of the things is we're working on our Age of Radio app. Um, a lot of the things that other people are saying to me that they wish that they had, I would not have known if I wasn't out there talking to people. And so when they say, oh, I wish that this did this, hey, you know what? We are going to be trying to create that because those are the solutions that people want and listening to what people want and creating a solution for them is really all of what innovation is. And that's the same type of thing that we did with Merlin, the smartest way to track your crypto. And if you want to start your 30 days of Merlin, you can go to MerlinCrypto.com and sign up for 30 days right now. You don't have to put in my name or anything. It's my business. Just go to Merlin Crypto, 30 days free, and everybody gets 30 days to try it out. And we made it super easy to cancel with a one-touch cancel so that you can cancel because you have to put in your credit card before the trial begins. Okay. And so when when you find that inspiration, it's going to result in an influx of new perspectives that you may not have considered before. So if you follow me on social media, I just did a post on social media about not hanging out with people that are are exactly like you. Because when you hang out with other people, you can get different perspectives. And when you can get different perspectives, it might change your perspective. Or in this case, it might inspire you to do something phenomenal and amazing in the world. So finds, finding inspiration is the second thing. And then one last part on that. When, you're, when you are the one offering the advice, others may see you as knowledgeable or reliable, which builds your reputation and increases the chances that others might turn to you. So number one is you want to increase your business connections. And you can do that through things like LinkedIn. You can do that through meetups. You can do that through by just getting out in your community, going and volunteering. And when you do that, you get their information, you get their phone number, you track that. It takes time and energy. But like I said, whatever you put in, that's what you are going to get out in the world. 
Okay, and then number two is finding inspiration. Number three is it increases your visibility. Being visible isn't about showing up at every single event. It's about demonstrating that you are a reliable and supportive member of your profession. As you network effectively, you become a familiar familiar face who is easily recognized. People may want to get to know you, giving you an opportunity to showcase your skills and discuss what you discuss what you have to offer. Being visible increases the chances that you'll stand out as a candidate, especially if you're looking for a new job or you're trying to partner with other businesses. So when you are going and doing those, it's like social media. We post on social media all the time so that we're visible. If you want to show that you're the authority in something like I'm trying to work on, I have to go and be at these events and be talking to people and be introducing myself. It's not about just going out and getting sales. It's going out and realizing that, okay, this is this guy. This guy's at all of these things. He's really knowledgeable about these things. This is what he's interested into. And then through that, you will start to be known for certain things and people will turn to you to help you, um, to help, to not only help you if you ask, but to ask for your help. And it will give you the opportunity to grow your reach and your authority. So number one is increased business connections. Number two is finding inspiration. Number three, you want to you want to network because it increases your visibility. Number four, it increases your career interests. Networking advances career interest by introducing you to people who can provide advice for career advancement, like proofreading a resume or cover letter or practicing interview questions. Now, this is only relevant if you're like trying to find a job, but from a business entrepreneurial perspective, most of the things that I've gotten myself into is because I have skill sets. And so people know that I have those skill sets. They come to me and they ask me if I can help them with something because I have those skill sets. And then I ask for ownership in their business. That's traditionally what I do. If someone wants to me to help them and it's not, and it's something that I'm really interested in, I will tell them I will help them for free if they give me the ownership and their interest. Or what I would do is I charge them my normal price and then they pay. So that's one of the, that's really the way that I've been able to grow in every single business that I have. A Apart from the ones that I started is because I have a skill set that other people don't have that's in finance and accounting and business operations. Um, I mean, other people have, but maybe they just didn't know those other people. So they knew me. So they asked me. Um, and then, so the fifth thing is it creates job opportunities. Again, that makes sense. If you're networking, you're creating job opportunities. If you're networking, you're also creating the opportunities to sell stuff to people, um, especially if you have other products that you can cross sell to people as you are networking, right? So like if you're in the insurance industry, but then you have like a podcast company and I'm going and talk, doing these insurance conferences and being a part of the insurance world and building our brand and insurance. And then I'm starting to meet people and they're like, oh, hey, you know what? I've started a podcast. Hey, you know what? Come over to our podcast network. We'll hook you up. We'll get you into megaphone. You don't have to pay for your hosting. We'll just throw some ads in there. We'll split that ad revenue for you. If that's something that you're interested in. If not, sometimes if it's a podcast that I really want, I don't even care about the ad revenue. I just care about promoting our other podcasts using their reach. And that is super important to me. Um, so let's see here. So number one, increases your business connections Two, networking can find inspiration for you. Number three, it can increase your visibility. Number four, it can enhance your career interests. Number five, it creates job opportunities. And then number, that is all of the numbers that I have from here. So let's talk about some tips for networking. So one of the things that you can do is I'm going to start it off right, be on LinkedIn, be on social media. And one of the things that you can do it's the easiest, oldest strategy in the book. It's Gary Vaynerchuk, I think, calls it the $80.80 strategy. I just call it a 40 cents or 50 cents or whatever amount of changes you can put into it. And essentially, what you're going to do is you're going to go find top tags in your industry. So if I want to be known in the insurance industry, 
and that's the content and the people that I want to follow me, then I'm going to go to tags that have to do with insurance. And in those specific tags, I'm going to type in insurance. I'm going to go to the top 10 posts and I'm going to leave my two cents. I'm going to do that on as many tags as I want. I think on his strategy, you did it for nine or 10 of them and you're leaving your two cents on 10 and it equals a dollar 80 or a dollar 90 or whatever. And so I'm not going to do the math right now. And so I just say, go in there as much as you can. And you want to do that on all the platforms that you want to be known for. And you want to build those relationships. And when you talk to those people, they're going to comment back and then you talk back. So if you have the time, I don't have the time. I would like to have the time. Spend an hour doing that every single day, one hour commenting on those things every single day. And for me, I'm trying to make the time. I try to do 15 or 20 minutes every other day, whatever you can get in. And you do that. That's how the number one thing that I think that you should do for starting to network. The second thing that you need to do, which is the number one on my little sheet here, is attend events. So whatever the industries that you want to be involved with, attend as many events as you fucking can possibly do. Um, If you want to be known in the XRP community, go to Apex. (laughs) Or the development community, go to Apex. Go to XRP Las Vegas. If you want to be known in the Adobe community, go to Adobe Max. Or the graphic design community, go to Adobe Max. If you want to be known in the podcast community, go to Podcast Movement, something that I fucking failed at every single year and going to be going to it this next year coming up. Um, So that's like the number one thing that you can do. The second, just go to as many events as you can in the freaking profession that you are specifically in, have your card, get your card out, give it to people, get a QR code if they're Zennials because I still like getting cards and then I just, um, I just copy them in myself and now you can do a QR code. It'll upload it right away. Easy freaking peasy, right? Move into the new age. I get it. Stay up to date. The second thing is join professional organizations. Get into your chambers of commerce. If you're in, I'm using insurance because we started getting into insurance lately. So if we go in and getting an insurance organizations, me as a CFO, going and getting involved with finance organizations, getting more involved with the craft of finance and the overall thought process of finance, me getting involved with design, because that's more of where my life is actually headed now is into the design field because we're designing software and then we'll be working on designing space and um space and earth exploration stuff as we go. So most of my time is on the design and engineering software. So go and be involved with those things. That's the thing that you want to be involved with. So it doesn't have to be the more, let me, let me slow down and go back. The more niche you are in it, the better, but I don't think that there is a problem personally if you're not niche and you're just doing all kinds of shit like, say, Elon. I go to Elon Musk. He's not like my, he's not like my hero or anything, and I don't want to look up to him. But an example would be Elon Musk. He does a lot of things. A lot of the stuff that he does is design and engineering. But for the most part, if he has these other areas of things that he's interested in, and he goes and learns about them. So you do those things in all those areas that you want to learn about, and then you start to become known in those spheres. So again, Going back to the thing that I've said multiple times, you are going to get out of life what you put into life. Just keep remembering that. And so join professional organizations. The third thing is volunteering. Hands down, volunteering is one of the best things, not only because it helps create better karma and good merits for you. I'm a Buddha. I'm a Buddhist. Hopefully one day I'm a Buddha. Um, I'm a Buddhist. And so fixing my bad karma, I want to give more money, time. Um, if you give that time, you start to build relationships. Like I have a meeting with Junior Achievement this Tuesday to get back and doing stuff with Junior Achievement. Eventually I'll become a board member. Eventually I will be able to talk to all the people that are in there in insurance and about podcasting and 3 2 Academy and cryptocurrency and all the things that we're a part of. And that continues to build that network and people will come to you. But you don't want to say yes to everything. Some things you can say yes to, some things you can say no to. Know how to say no to manage your time so you can be doing all of the things that you want to do in your life. So attend events. Well, first of all, get really involved with social media, 
build build relationships on social media, attend events, join professional organizations, volunteer. They put social media at number four. I'm putting it in the back at number one because I think that's the most important thing. And then make sure that you have a plan on following up with all these people. I am think I personally think everybody thinks I'm crazy. Most people think I'm stupid. If um, uh, I just I just know it works. That's why I don't give a fuck. Um, when I want to say thank you to someone, I write them a thank you card. There is nothing more meaningful in this world, especially in today's age, than getting a thoughtful, actual freaking card. Even if they read it, throw that shit away. I don't care. It does not offend me. I throw most of the cards that I get away unless they're like super dear to my heart or there's something really important. But if you send thank you cards and express your gratitude for the people that are in your life and you make sure that you do that, again, you'll have to have their physical address. If not, send them an email. Nice written email. That will go so far, you have no idea. The other thing that will go far with building relationships is remembering people's birthdays and buying them nice gift. It doesn't, it's not like a tit for tat thing. Just do it because that's the cool thing to do. Like the joy that you would get out of just buying something for somebody and like, wow, this fucker took, like you were remembered in that person. Like you, when you do that, that other pe- person realizes that you are remembered that you remember them, right? And so like one of the things about Buddhism and remembrance is that we all live forever because we are all remembered from different people that we have touched inside of our lives. So as a funny way to say this, touch as many people as you possibly can in your life and you will live on for eternity. And 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 whether or not you think that that's a selfish thing or that it's not a genuine thing, I don't give a fuck. I think it's cool. I genuinely want to get stuff for people. And it there's a there's a mutual value exchange for those things, right? So make sure that you're following up with them. On here, it says after meeting someone at an event or through social media, follow up them with a via email. If you have their address, send them a freaking card. If you know their business address, send them flowers. I I if someone sent me flowers, I don't care that I'm a man. Um I think that'd be cool. Someone just sent me flowers like because A, I love flowers. Or if you if they're a man, send them a nice bottle of whiskey if you know that they drink. Or send them a nice bottle of something. Take time out of your life and do something nice for someone. And then follow up them with a phone call. And so when you do those things, those are the things that you need to do to really be creating a, um, a meaningful um, networking relationships. So let's talk about these things. So one, what are the, what's the benefits of networking overall? Well, one, it increases your business connections. Two, it helps you find inspiration. Three, it increases your visibility to make your authority known. It enhances your career or business interest, and it creates job opportunities, or I like to say it just creates opportunities for you. And some of the tips that you can do is the hundred and the, the dollar ninety cent strategy or go and tag, go on social media, put the things that you're interested, hit the tag, post on the top ones, and build relationships and comment and interact with people. Attend events. Okay, join professional organizations, volunteer, use social media, not only just in that aspect that I just said, but beyond social media, share your knowledge, share your wisdom, grow your social media, but don't just do it because you're doing it. Like be meaningful behind it and you will get out what you put in. And then five or six in this case, make sure that you follow up after you meet someone or after you connect with them on social media. If you do those things, you can change your life because your network is your net worth. As I always say, remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind, and we'll talk with you next time. Bye.
Thank you so much for tuning into the Age of Jeremy. If you like this podcast, make sure that you subscribe to it, share it with someone, and make sure that you like it or give it a five-star rating or whatever rating if your podcatcher allows you to. The opening song was Brave Faces Everyone by Spanish Love Songs. The closing song is Threatening Each Other Recapitalism by Illuminati Hotties. I like using Neumann microphones. I use a Zoom L8 recorder. I use Cubase, and I use Waves plugins and one last time remember be thankful grateful and kind i will talk with you next time bye